so high right now. Anything's possible. Oh my mama! Oh my mama made it, ma! Anything's possible! Rain and Jay's back with the vengeance back. All the real Celtics fans in attendance. This the truth like 34. This like walking in the garden when you hear the roars. The crowd goes crazy. Most in-depth coverage on the daily. Mainly podcast royalty, the content kings. When you talking about the franchise with 17 rings. Focus like Danny at the deadline. Global with it, got a local feel like the red line, the blue line, the green line. Play it in between time. I'ma throw my C's jersey on in the meantime and press play. When the F's done, I can't wait until the next day. Trying to stay in tune with the C's, that's the best way. Melly. Hey, welcome back to the Locked On Celtics podcast. Thank you for making this show part of your daily routine. Whatever it is that you're doing right now, in the shower, out for a run at work, if you're listening to the show on your headphones, watching the show on YouTube, I do appreciate you making it part of your day. I'm John Corrales. I cover the Boston Celtics for Boston Sports Journal, and I have written a book called The Boston Celtics All-Time All-Stars, a book that puts a 12-person team together of the all-star team from all of Celtics history, plus a couple of coaches. So buy the book wherever you want to buy the book or get it from my website, johncorrales.com, if you want to sign copy. Lots of news. Well, not lots of news, but news today. Uh, Boston Celtics are hiring Damon Stoudemire as an assistant coach. That's kind of big. I'll talk about that. I'll talk about a report that kind of uh, shapes, reshapes the Celtics front office in the second segment. Bradley Beal and Jason Tatum spoke. I'll get a little bit of those two guys. And in the third segment, I'll let you hear everything Jason Tatum had to say. It's about 10 minutes worth, and he reacts to a lot of different things. I'll just play the whole thing for you, which I've been known to do from time to time. So this is something that has happened on the podcast every once in a while when you don't get to hear a media availability, and I think it's newsworthy. I'll play the whole thing for you, and then I'll give you a little reaction Afterwards, today's show is brought to you by Michelob Ultra at only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. And stay tuned for the Michelob Ultra segment, uh, Michelob Ultra moment segment coming up later in the episode. We're starting to see a little bit of Ime Odoka's bench start to take shape. And the big hire right now, Damon Stoudemire, another former player, uh, a Portland guy, and uh, he is a, obviously, you know him as Mighty Mouse, a, a really good point guard from, from back in the day, back in the uh, Barney the Dinosaur Toronto Raptors uniforms. Uh, he is going to be the uh, new assistant coach, one of the new assistant coaches. And he is coming over from Pacific, where he started coaching in twenty the 2016-17 season. And the big thing for him is a little bit of improvement from year to year the big year 2019-20 before the shutdown and everything they went 23 and 10 at Pacific that was a big season they were 500 in 2021 before the uh, covid shutdown but you had the he became the WCC coach of the year that year that they won uh, he's got a couple of, of other awards to his name so he seems to be a a a very uh, successful college coach. Now he's jumping to the NBA as an assistant with Ime Udoka. Now you've got Stoudemire. You know that Will Hardy is coming over from the San Antonio Spurs. That's going to be, um, you know, that that's, that's seen as a big hire for Udoka. Hardy was one of the guys when I was talking to 
Jeff Garcia, host of Lockdown Spurs, in a recent podcast, that he was saying that Will Hardy might be a guy that's in line for Greg Popovich's job in San Antonio. That's clearly not something that he expects, so he left. And that brings a very highly regarded assistant in. We know that they're probably going to keep Joe Missoula, an assistant coach that has worked with Romeo Langford. They're, they're now kind of trying to figure out the rest of the bench, the rest of the staff. Uh, I would suggest they keep Tony Dobbins, who has been working with Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown really respects him. If you want to keep you know Jalen Brown happy, you keep Tony Dobbins around. And I shouldn't even I shouldn't even phrase it that way. You keep Tony Dobbins around because he's good. He's a good coach. There's a reason why he works with Jalen Brown. There's a reason why Jalen Brown respects him. So you you keep Tony Dobbins around because he's a former player. He played overseas and he's he's good. He knows what he's doing. So I should apologize for framing it in a way like he might not be good, but you keep him because you keep Jalen Brown happy. You keep him because he's good and you keep him. Uh, the, the side effect there is Jalen Brown's going to be happy that you do. So we'll see how the assistants shape out. The rest of the bench shakes out. Uh, I'm sure there are going to be plenty of opportunities to talk to guys in Las Vegas and, and go forward from there. Another report out there, Jake Fisher on Bleacher Report is, is talking about Landry Fields, who we know as a former player, who is considered, as Jake Fisher puts it, a widely considered, uh, widely considered as a rising front office name in the industry, known as a, fa- a former pro capable of winning favor with today's players while also boasting the credentials and polish that came from a full four years at Stanford. Smart guy, four years at Stanford. Ooh. ooh. Pardon me, my Emerson education. So uh, Fields uh, worked in San Antonio and in a scouting department there that produced Sam Presti, that produced Sean Marks. There's uh, a very strong lineage there. So the the story says that Fields would be under consideration to be named general manager of the Boston Celtics, which now adds a level of intrigue here. Because remember uh, a podcast that I did shortly after Brad Stevens was hired, I went out and said, if Brad Stevens doesn't reshape this front office, he may not be here for the long haul. Maybe he would reshape these guys, th- this front office in a way that suits him to, to stick around. But if he doesn't, if he just sticks around with whoever's here, then he might just be kind of a placeholder. So bringing in... Landry Fields would be really, really interesting. Now, according to the report, Atlanta could simply elevate Landry Fields to GM under Travis Schlenk, and maybe that'll work there. But it'd be interesting to see if he wants to come in to to talk to, to Brad Stevens and work with Brad Stevens because you now have a guy who's been working in a front office, and while Brad would have final say, I feel like Brad would be kind of like deferring to Landry Fields, if that was the case. An interesting name that came up in this report, though, if Atlanta just sticks around and keeps Landry Fields, Allison Feaster, who's been their vice president of player development, could be a leading candidate or would be a leading candidate to be named general manager. And interestingly, and I thought this was super interesting when I heard the Udoka press conference, the the introductory press conference, he 
thanked Allison Feaster. Allison Feaster was in on the hiring process. So she hasn't just been on the player development side and working with guys to, you know, it's, it's a broadly based job. The vice president of player development, uh, it works with them off the court as well as on. And to have her in line for a general manager position, very interesting. And, uh, I don't think there's another woman as a general manager in the league, unless I'm completely missing one. I know there are women in front offices, but this would be a historic hire if that was the case. And a black woman to to be a general manager for an NBA team. This has now begun to uh, be a very diverse uh, upper management situation here where, yeah, Brad Stevens is the president of basketball operations, but if it's Landry Fields or if it's Allison Feaster, uh, you're adding another uh, African American in in the front office. You're you've already hired a black head coach who is filling out his staff with black assistant coaches. You're you're starting to see that the 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 diversity here and the the players. You, this is what the players want. They want more representation in the front offices on the sidelines. And look. These guys have careers after their careers, and they're going to want to know that there are opportunities out there. Former players who can work in a front office, and you don't just have to be white to do it. And I'm sorry if that bothers you. If you're somebody that that bothers, this is from their perspective. They're saying this. This is important to players. This isn't me just pulling it out of thin air. This is important to the players. And so it's important for the NBA to do it. And I think it's important for the NBA to do as well because for all too all too long, there hasn't been this level of opportunity and there needs to be an expansion of these opportunities. It's something I've been critical of the Celtics when they first announced this shakeup. So I'm glad that they're addressing this. And so far, I think I, I like the road that they're going down and we'll see where they go from there. All right, up next, Bradley Beal talks the legal tampering. And you'll hear Brad and Bradley Beal and Jason Tatum kind of uh, gush about each other. That's coming up after I talk about the ultra moment, the Michelob Ultra moment, which is going to be a little bit different here. Because normally the moment, moment of the game, moment of the week, uh... You know, it's only worth it here if you enjoy it, right? And at only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, you can enjoy a Michelob Ultra without worrying about getting too bloated or any of that stuff and sucking down too many calories. So joy creates success. And the success that's being created on Team USA may be success that is replicated in Boston. And so my ultra moment is on the USA Basketball Instagram page. And it's a photo of Ime Odoka and Jason Tatum laughing with each other on the court in their USA gear. And this is an important moment. It's an ultra moment for the Boston Celtics. 
because this is the opportunity, like I mentioned in yesterday's show, for Ime Udoka and Jason Tatum to get a head start on their relationship building and to show the rest of the guys out there, not just on Team USA, the Team USA select team, because those young guys are out there and they're going to have contracts coming up and they may end up getting traded. All of those guys, the other coaches around there, to see that Udoka and Tatum are getting along and that that relationship is building. So I'm making that my ultra moment this week. Enjoyment isn't the end game. It is the whole game. And I've been enjoying these images that have been coming out of training camp in Las Vegas for USA Basketball. Beal and Tatum, next. Have you subscribed to the Locked On Celtics podcast yet? You can wherever podcasts exist, and you can follow us on Spotify. Today on the road to the finals, our NBA playoffs finals coverage actually is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. You may have heard that it's only worth it if you enjoy it, and at 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. We can all enjoy the games a little bit more this season. Phoenix Suns go up 1-0 over the Milwaukee Bucks. Thursday night is game two. If you missed uh, the Wednesday Locked On NBA with me and Jake Madison, we spent a half hour breaking down all of game one. So if you want my thoughts on game one of the NBA Finals, make sure you go check out the Locked On NBA podcast, which is also on YouTube and on any podcast app, including the Odyssey app. So go check that out. Bradley Beal was asked an interesting question about guys teaming up and why don't I just play it for you Brad with you guys spending this much time together during this whole tournament how much are you expecting there to be conversations among different guys trying to get guys to join certain teams or like hey we should play together like how much how much of those kinds of conversations do you think are going to be happening uh I, I don't know I mean probably a lot you know uh I don't know uh it depends on who who's a free agent or not but you know for the most part we don't we, we can't mix that in right now. You know, we're, we're focused on one goal at hand and that's bringing back. Granted, we all have our respective individual, you know, goals and talents. You know, once this is done, you know, uh, we can address those issues then. But, you know, from for the most part, uh, we keep a USA basketball and, you know, our main focus is getting the goal. Nice attempt at a recovery there for Bradley Beal, who's basically like, yeah, probably a lot. Oh, I probably shouldn't say that. And uh, But we know it's going to happen a lot. We know that Beal and Tatum are going to talk and Beal and other guys are going to talk like Beal and Tatum don't need the Olympics to sit there and talk about basketball and playing together. They, they grew up five minutes from each other. They went to the same high school. There's a good chance that they're going to talk in St. Louis over the summer. So that's not going to be uh, a big deal for them, but still it's going to be their first chance to play together in a real setting. And, and that's something that is important because uh, as you'll hear Bradley Beal say, this is new. This isn't the all-star game. This is new. So I asked Bradley Beal about that. Here's what Beal and Tatum had to say. Obviously you and the story of you and Jason has, has been well-documented and now you've got an opportunity to not just play like you guys played together in the all-star game, which was a fun exhibition. Now you were actually playing like real meaningful basketball together. Uh, what, what do you think that's going to be like with, with you, you, with him, you and him on the floor? Uh, and we're both excited, you know, uh, for one, we, 
we grew up five minutes from each other. And, you know, to to have two of the same guys from the same high school uh, on the same team is, I don't know if that's ever happened, you know, for USA basketball. And, uh, we're excited about it. You know, even from growing up, we've never been on the same team ever. And pick up, we're never on the same team, you know. So this is this is definitely exciting for both of us. I'm, I'm definitely I'm happy about his growth. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see him on a global stage just as well as myself and, uh, and everybody, man, we have a, we have a really good team, but you know, Jason and I have a special relationship and uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. It'd be exciting. You know, the ultimate thing is getting the goal, whatever that means. Um, I think that was uh, the mentor and older brother that, you know, I didn't technically have in the house. Um, and someone that was just, you know, accomplish everything that I was trying to do. And I've seen, you know, how to do it firsthand and what it took uh, from early morning workouts to picking me up every day in the summertime, one and done, hit a great play of the year, top three pick. Um, so it's just motivation, honestly, and um, someone that, that I've always looked up to and still look up to to this day. So we just, you know, want the extreme best for each other. Uh-huh. And, you know, just two guys that play at a very high level that are always, you know, pushing each other. Um, you know, when he scores 50 or something, you know, I'm trying to do it and then vice versa. Uh, so that's just kind of relationship that we have. Look, they're both excited. This is this is a new experience for them. And you don't get a lot of that when you grow up with each other. You know, like um, Bradley Beal is five years older. So he, as Tatum, you just heard, was more mentor, more big brother, kind of looked out for Tatum. And they grew into this, this relationship here. But, you know, it's not like they haven't played in a pickup game together. It's not like they haven't been in, you know, the same, the same gym together, but being on the same floor, winning something together, winning a gold medal, should they win it? There's no guarantee. They'll be the favorites obviously, but no guarantee, but facing the adversity of playing tough teams, facing this adversity of trying to figure out each other and other guys on this team, you know, working in all of these new players, trying to figure out how do you play with Damian Lillard? How do you play with, you know, Kevin Durant? How do you play with Kevin Love and Bam Adebayo? And and after all of that, just, oh, here's Chris Middleton. Here's Devin Booker, you know, oh, by the way. So there, there's um, Andrew Holiday. So there, there's a lot to figure out. This is not going to be easy. And they're not traveling with their families. So all they have is each other in pretty much a lockdown situation in Tokyo. So this is going to be a new experience for Tatum and for Beal. And that's what makes this really important is how do they capitalize on this new experience? How do they manifest this? Do they get an opportunity to play together? Will it be in Boston? Look, we're just talking about Tatum doing the recruiting, but it's not out of the question that Tatum and, and Beal say, Hey, let's scan the league and see who might have these roster spots. Kind of like Kyrie did. 
Look, I hate to bring it up, but that's possible. Like that, it's something you got to watch out for. This is why what the Celtics are doing is so important. Because if Tatum loves what Udoka is doing and loves the way the team's being made up, then there's no reason to scan the league. He'd be like, you know what? I like it here. And maybe it just doesn't work with Bradley Beal. Maybe they don't make it work. Or maybe Beal says, you know what? I want to go to Boston so bad that I say, hey, Wizards, trade me. Here's my list of teams that I'll go to. And uh, here's, here's five teams. And four of those teams have no chance at trading for Bradley Beal. The other team happens to be Boston. Boston has all the leverage, and you can get Beal without giving up Jalen Brown. Possible? I know that that sounds pretty unlikely, and it is pretty unlikely. But you never know. Maybe you work a three-team deal, and and that becomes a a way to get Beal. I don't know. I don't know what the mechanics are going to be right now, but that could be something that that certainly happens. So I can't, I'm not going to belabor the Beal and Tatum point. We know what they are uh, as far as friends and brothers. And hopefully, hopefully this works out for the best. And so I will play you everything Jason Tatum had to say next. First, Rock Auto is the place to go for all of your car needs. You know, you go to one of those strip malls and one of the chain stores, you see how big that place is. Not very big, right? It's impossible for them to stock all of the things that every car needs, which means you're going to waste your time going there. You're going to waste your time giving that person information that you could just be entering into a computer anyway. And that person's going to go to some shelf and say, here, You take this. This is all you get. This is your only choice. Don't waste your time. Go to rockauto.com. Use your phone. Use your mobile device. Whatever. Put in all your specs. You'll get a very easy to navigate list of everything that you need. No matter how complicated. No matter how simple. Doesn't matter. You want to change the, the headlamps? No problem. You want a new carpet? You got it. You want something super complicated for your engine because you can take it apart and put it back together? Great. Congratulations. I can't do it, but you can. And you can save a lot of money at Rock Auto. So here's what you do. You go to rockauto.com, put the information in. I'm willing to bet you're going to buy something. When you do, there's a box that says, how did you hear about us? Very important that you write locked on in there. That's how they know we sent you. All right. Otherwise, they don't know. So please write locked on in their how did you hear about us box. It's an amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Be sure to follow our social channels at LO Celtics on Twitter and at Locked On Celtics on Instagram. Talking about Team USA, but in the midst of all the Team USA stuff, we're going to have an NBA draft. So you want to make sure that you're listening to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 is presented by Locked On and Odyssey. And basically, it's a full mock draft with each of our local hosts, our local experts, acting as general manager for the team, which means they'll make picks, they'll make trades, trade up, trade down, trade out. Maybe I'll trade in and get in on the fun. There are going to be analysts analyzing this like a real draft. Chad Ford is going to be in 
Brian Scalabrini is going to be in. Ryan McDonough is going to be in. Search for the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcast, music, and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Now, here is Jason Tatum. Everything he said after the Wednesday practice in Las Vegas. Can you kind of expound on all that, what's happened, your reaction, and um, how this Olympic experience you think will help you develop your your game, your international brand, et cetera? Um, yeah, it was a lot at first um, with all the changes, especially with, you know, the coaches in front office. But change is good um, sometimes, you know. I'm excited about our new coach, Ime. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, Kimba, that's my man. You know, you, you hate to see one of your – you know, close guys go, um, but, you know, I wish nothing but the best for him. Uh, you know, wherever he goes, you know, happy to have Al back. Uh, he looks he looks better in green anyway. Uh, and, yeah, I'm excited to be here. Uh, this is a great opportunity. Um, I think playing in the Olympics is something I always dreamed about. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it and just playing with a, a group of guys that you always compete against. I think that's what uh, is the most fun part, just, you know, being on the same team with these guys. Appreciate it. Thank you, Jason. Uh, next up will be Tom Petrini. And then Hi, Jason. Uh, Pop yesterday said that everybody was pretty torn up when you got hurt uh, in the World Cup because you were going to kind of be their go-to guy there. Um, what can you say about that level of confidence from Pop and sort of the mutual respect there? Uh, yeah, uh, that was that was tough because, um, you know, so much time is invested, you know, from training camp, you know, spending all this time together, long flights, going to different countries. Uh, so I was, I was hurt, uh, you know, like emotionally when I, when I, you know, hurt my ankle and wasn't able to play, um, cause I wanted to be out there with those guys and, you know, finish what we went there to go do. Um, and it, it didn't happen. Uh, so I think that's one of the more reasons why I was so eager to come play this, this time around, uh, cause kind of had a sour taste in my mouth after the last experience. Next up is Grady, then we'll go ahead with Jared Weiss. Hey, Jason, congratulations. Are there any players on your team that you're looking forward to learning from in this next month? Uh, yeah. Um, obviously, you know, playing with my big brother. Uh, two guys from the same neighborhood, same high school, going to the Olympics from St. Louis. That's like a dream. That is amazing. Uh, Playing with all these guys, like Dane, uh, obviously KD, you know, somebody just played against in the playoffs, ended up playing on the same team. Um, Caleb, Trayvon. I just I go down the list of everybody. I've known Bam since I was middle school. Uh, so this is – I'm excited. Thank you. 
Now, I've seen a lot of your Spotify, you know, sort of commercials, but are there any specific music artists that you have in rotation right now on your journey to a gold medal? Mm. Uh, Jay-Z, my favorite rapper. Uh, obviously, Nelly and Drake and Lil Wayne, Rick Ross, Meek Mill, Future, J. Cole. Thank you. Sure. you're up and then we'll go with Adam Hamelsbach. Hey Jason, uh, Brad Stevens has talked a few times about how when he was conducting the coaching search, he wanted to check in with you and some of the other players to see what you wanted in your next coach and how he kind of had to push you guys to give him honest feedback on what you thought could have been done better. So could you share some of the feedback you provided and what you're looking for to get out of your new coach? Uh, I mean, all the guys that I guess we're finalists. Uh, you know, I, I liked all of them. And I had a swim with them. And, and I basically told them, like, you know, you can't go wrong. So, um, you know, that's their job, the front office, to make those those decisions. And, uh, you know, it's my job to go out there and play. So, um, you know, that's, that's basically, you know, kind of what it was. Adam, you're up, and then we'll go with Paul Gant. Hey, Jason, obviously you got to know Ime a little bit um, at the World Cup. What stands out about him as a coach? What did you think of him being hired, and you know, what do you think is going to work well with you guys as a partnership? Yeah, I got to know him a little bit. Uh, I think what stands out the most is, you know, I guess when you're coming up as an assistant, you, know, you get your first head coach job that, you know, you're driven and, and motivated um, and, and from the conversations that I've had with him since he's, you know, gotten the job, I can tell he's just really, really excited. Um, so, you know, it, it's going to be fun and, you know, we're going to try to accomplish something big. Jason, how are you, sir? How you doing? So outside of getting the gold medal, what do you hope to take away from this experience? Um, I went to the Olympics. Uh, obviously, it's going to be look a little different, but you know, it's a, an event that I've watched all my life uh, and dreamed about. So, you know, it's not something I take for granted. And just the relationship that you build with you know these guys, we're going to be together for six or six or so what weeks. Um, really, is just together. So. Uh, you know, just building those relationships. Thank you. We'll go with Brian Robb and then Mark Murphy. Hello, Brian. Share about that. Uh, hey, Jason. Uh, you obviously, you've been very open about how you're feeling physically during the season. How are you feeling now um, just after the break and with your, the lingering COVID stuff and then just your whole body? Uh, feeling pretty good. Uh, been working out. Obviously, we had a couple of days of practice. Uh, so I feel refreshed. Um, had some good time off. So all in all, I feel pretty good. Thank you. Mark, you're up, and we'll finish with John Corrales. Hey, Jason. How much 
have you and Bradley just sort of helped each other grow over the years? Um, a, a lot. Um, I think that was the uh, mentor and older brother that you know I didn't technically have in the house, um, and someone that was just you know accomplish everything that I was trying to do, and I seen you know how to do it firsthand and what it took uh, from early morning workouts to picking me up every day in the summertime, one and done, Gatorade play of the year, top three pick. Um, so it's just motivation, honestly, and um, someone that that I've always looked up to and still look up to to this day. So we just, you know, want the extreme best for each other. Uh-huh. And, you know, just two guys that play at a very high level that are always, you know, pushing each other. Um, you know, when he scores 50 or something, you know, I'm trying to do it and vice versa. Uh, so that's just kind of relationship that we have. Thanks. The last question, Jason, will be from uh, John Corrales. Hey, Jason. Uh, yesterday, Pop was talking about how much you've developed from the FIBA World Cup when you went uh, a couple years ago and saying how, you know, you're, you're much more confident. You've had a lot to your game. You feel like you can dominate. What do you think uh, your progression has been and, and what specifically tied to that FIBA tournament compared to now, two years later, has, has helped you in that development? Um, I think just being around Pop, uh, I think I was 20. 21 at the time I was I'm still I still am but relatively young um and just the how he was coaching me and you know what he expected of me and um, the confidence that he had and knowing that all those great players that he's been around uh, so after just leaving that camp and knowing that you know one of the best coaches ever you know thinks highly of me uh, you know I kind of came into my third season, um, just feeling really confident about that, you know, regardless of my age that, you know, I was one of the best players um, and I just had to go out there and prove it um, on a nightly basis. The influence of Greg Popovich is kind of big here. And, you know, I, I really think, you know, going back to my Luke Skywalker Yoda thing, this is this is a great kind of full circle for Jason Tatum to be back here under Popovich to get one more dose of coaching, one more push for Pop to say, all right, here's where you've come. Here's where you were. Now, let's see where you're going to go. Here's what we're going to push. Here's what we're what, what I want to see out of you is X, Y, Z. And I want to see you take that into the league next year and really ramp it up, really take it up a notch and be the MVP candidate that you could possibly be. So I think the, the line where he says, you know, the confident confidence that he had knowing all the great players that he's been around, uh, that one of the best coaches ever thinks highly of me and the, that that line there where he he that gave him the confidence to be like hey 
I'm one of the best here. That's huge. That is so big. That's such a big deal. Um, very meaningful. And, and we should thank Greg Popovich for giving Tatum that. And, and Tatum, you know, recognizing exactly the weight of that moment. Because not every player would recognize that. But it's hard. It's hard not to. When Greg Popovich gives you that like stamp of approval, you know, that's that's big. And you know, you come out of that going like, whoa. Pop said that about me. That that's weighty. You got to go out there and perform after that. You can't just be like, oh, well, I'm good. You got to go out there and prove him right because you can't make Pop look bad. So I'm excited to see what Tatum's going to do in these Olympics. Uh, hopefully, hopefully it's going to be a, a lot of fun for him and be nice to see him take home a gold medal. Him and Brad Beal celebrating a gold medal together. That, that'd be really nice. Uh, I will do, unless there's news, big news tomorrow, I don't think there will be, but I will do a Q&A, do another mailbag for Friday. I'll, I think I'll start, make, uh, start making Friday a regular mailbag day as we head into this offseason, just to get you an opportunity to ask questions. So I will put out a thread on Twitter, or you can go to johncorrales.com and use my feedback form, or just Drop a comment in this video below, and uh, this is where I'm supposed to point here. Leave a comment down here. <laughs> um, uh, leave a comment. Ask a question. I will try to get as many of them in on the Friday show as I can. If there are leftovers, maybe I'll just carry them into next week. It'll give me something else to talk to. Uh, if you have the opportunity to rate the show, subscribe to the show if you haven't done that. Subscribe to the YouTube page if you haven't done that. Give it a like. Like I said, leave a comment. All of that great stuff that you're supposed to do with all of us. And most importantly, share the podcast. Please tell your friends that they should be listening to the Locked On Celtics podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.